everybody! Welcome back to Bible Stories for Heathen Children. I'm Robbie. Today I have got a really interesting story from the book of Daniel that I'm excited to tell you. Daniel was a folk hero, kind of like an ancient Picos Bill or Paul Bunyan, I guess, only he was more of a wise man than an action hero, and sometimes he serves as a sort of a foil to a story that's really more about one of the rulers than about Daniel himself. Well, maybe you remember from last time how King Nebuchadnezzar, the ruler of the Empire of Babylon, was pretty excited about the Lord God after Daniel interpreted his creepy dream, and then after the Lord God rescued Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from a literal fire that he personally ordered they be thrown in, and then Nebuchadnezzar was like, I sure did learn my lesson. This God is super cool. Well, all of that understanding of God's power was more on an intellectual level than a practical level, and anyway, Hello, citizen. Well, um, excuse me. You you can't be here. I'm doing a podcast here, so I really are know you that... addressing all the nations throughout all the earth? Well, yeah, actually, but sort of perfect but... because I, King Nebuchadnezzar, have a message for all peoples of the world. Your King Nebuchadnezzar, the King Nebuchadnezzar. That's actually really convenient. Do not interrupt, my majesty. It is not befitting of a civilized society. Well, buddy, let me... (coughs) A message from I, King Nebuchadnezzar, to everyone. Okay, so... May you be... Mr. King, I'm speaking. Oh, sorry. Okay, but tell us your story, your majesty. Ahem. To all the peoples of the earth, may you be prosperous. So is that like ancient Babylonian for I hope this email finds you well? It is my pleasure to tell you all about the really cool miracles the Most High God has done for me. He is a mighty God. I was lying in my bed, very happy because of how successful I am when I had a dream that frightened me. Was that a statue dream? No, a different dream. Later. I was so disturbed by this dream, I called all my wise men to me. I told them the dream, but none could interpret it. Finally, I told the dream to Daniel, whom I named Belteshazzar, after my gods. I said, Belteshazzar, My best wise man, I know that the spirit of the gods is with you, and no mystery is too mysterious for you to understand. So, tell me what my dreams mean. And I told him my dream. I dreamed there was a tall tree in the middle of the land. It was more beautiful and bigger than any tree I've ever seen. All the animals in the land ate the fruit from the tree and were protected under its branches. And then a loud voice from heaven said, Cut the tree, trim the branches, rip off the leaves, throw away the fruit, leave only a stump bound by iron and surrounded by the grass of the field. Let him live in the wild with the animals and plants, and let his mind be the mind of an animal and not a man, until seven years have passed by. 
The holy ones have decreed this will happen, so everyone on earth will know that the Most High God is the one really in charge of the kingdoms of earth, and the kings are not so great. That is what I, King Nebuchadnezzar, dreamed. Wow, that's really something, and you really had no idea what that could possibly be about? No, but Belteshazzar was very upset. You mean Daniel? So I said to him, Do not be disturbed, dear Belteshazzar. And he said, very concerned, O king, I wish this dream were about your enemies and not about you. The great and powerful tree in the dream is you. Which, of course, made perfect sense, but the rest of the dream is not so favorable. He told me that the Lord God would cut me down, that I would become like a wild animal and eat grass like cows and live out in the open, until eventually I would acknowledge that the real king with the real power is the Most High God, and then I would be restored. He was very upset about this, poor Belteshazzar, and advised me to do something like repent of my sins and be kind to the oppressed so that maybe the most high would change his mind and this would not happen it was all very fascinating so did you do that oh of course not i was doing very well as a king all on my own my kingdom was great so what happened next you didn't change your ways and start taking care of the oppressed let me tell it, please. A year later, I was walking on the roof of my palace, looking out at my kingdom, and I said to myself, isn't this a great kingdom? <laughs> Look at the great kingdom of Babylon, which I have personally built by my own power to bring glory to my majesty. So uh, I'm guessing God did not really appreciate that? These words had barely left my lips when I heard a voice from heaven say, This is what will happen to you, King Nebuchadnezzar. You will not be the king anymore. You will be chased out of your kingdom. You will eat grass like a wild donkey and live like a wild animal until seven years have passed by. Then you will look up to heaven and acknowledge that the Most High God is the real ruler and gives kingdoms to whoever he wants. So basically just the same exact thing Daniel said the dream meant? It was inevitable, I guess. So anyways, that immediately happened to me. I lived in the wild. I grew feathers and claws. I ate grass, which in my opinion is even worse than vegetables. Mm. But at the time, I thought it was good. I could actually digest the grass. Not sure how that worked. My whole mind and body magically changed. It was really cool. You thought it was cool? Well, it was really cool that a god can do that type of stuff. After seven years, I looked up at the heavens and my mind came back and my body changed back. And now I am the king again. And now I must tell the world this story about how awesome the Most High God is. And I give honor to this God and everyone else should too. Well, that's a really wild story, King Nebuchadnezzar. I even wrote a poem about how great the Most High is, because no one can stop him from doing whatever he wants to them. 
even if they don't want him to do it. <clears throat> Here's my poem. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, What have you done? Well, what do you think? Oh, it's um, a poem. Well, it sounds more poetic in Babylonian. Ah, yeah, okay. Well, um, okay, so let me just recap everything. God is awesome. Yes. And you want everyone to honor him mm -hmm. because he has the unstoppable power to do anything he wants, mm -hmm. whether you like it or not. Correct. And that's good. Of course. That is the mark of a great ruler. Uh... So, uh, what are you doing these days? Well, my own glory and splendor was returned to me, and I went back to being the greatest, most powerful ruler in all the world. The most powerful ruler? Well, the most powerful human ruler, of course. That's what I meant. Because you've definitely learned your lesson about humility. Of course. And naturally, after all this, you realized you should have done what Daniel said and started being kind to the oppressed, and you started feeding the hungry, and you gave your money to the poor, and you didn't ever threaten to throw anyone into fiery furnaces for having different beliefs ever again. Um, it is time for the great king Nebuchadnezzar to go. Uh, remember that everything God does is right because God has the power to do it. Farewell, citizens. Remember to be humble, because there's always someone more powerful than you, and they might punish you if you don't acknowledge it. Farewell. Okay, but what about... Well, oh, well, okay, he's gone. Well, I guess that's all we're going to get out of Nebuchadnezzar today. Uh, later he dies, his son or some other relation takes over the kingdom, and the new king doesn't really learn anything at all from this story. Although... <laughs> Everyone in the kingdom had been told it, so that's a little bit of a mess. Uh, it's a story for another day, though. I hope you enjoyed this episode. That was my spouse, Luke, playing the role of King Nebuchadnezzar, who basically narrates all of Daniel chapter 4, because he's got to make this very exciting announcement that will be read to everyone in the kingdom. And I decided to roll with that idea and see if we could try something new on the podcast. Uh, gotta give credit to the new international version of the Bible for King Nebuchadnezzar's poem in the book of Daniel chapter 4 that I borrowed above. Pretty sure it's legal to use it if I give attribution. Don't plagiarize. I am both thankful to Luke for doing this with me and sorry that he only gets to play pompous old men on my podcast, but he's like the only one in the household can, who can do a halfway convincing pompous old man voice. Not sure why that is. <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, come back in two weeks for more Babylonian king misadventures, different Babylonian kings, um, and more of Daniel, though I don't think he's as funny as the kings. Uh, don't forget, you can support the podcast on Patreon for one or five dollars a month and get some bonus content and early episode access. Um, I found out recently one of my patrons is a nine-year-old who pays his own money to support the podcast, and I feel so touched. I appreciate that. I really appreciate your support. So here's a shout-out to you, kid. Thanks for your support. I really hope you like this fun ancient Babylonian episode. Um, and to everyone else listening, uh, if you like this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review the podcast on whatever service you listen on, if they have things for that. I would really appreciate that. Reviews can help new people find the podcast. So that's really good for us. 
Uh, thanks so much for listening to Bible Stories for Heathen Children. Our theme music is Wholesome by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. Until next time, shine on, star child.